What's good, Divine Gang Gang? All right, before I start off, I want to clear the energy. Listen, I'm going to try to make this as high frequency as possible for my Divine Feminines. If you've been going through anything similar to what my week has been this week, um, the ups, the downs, getting pulled in different directions and still trying to be forward thinking and level-headed and happy and taking care of ourselves, then um, I'm going to look to make this one of the most beautiful, reassuring messages uh, for the space that we're in right now as a collective. I am pulling from the African Goddess Rising Oracle, which is perfect. I absolutely, it's one of my top three favorite decks. Um, the artistry on this one is just so beautiful. Um, and I, oh, there we go. So here it is. The message that came out is truth. Wow. You guys know I talk a lot about Age of Aquarius. One of the themes in there is veracity. Oh my gosh, you guys, this is beautiful. It's a woman who is in a beautiful red gown. It is strapless. I would want to say it's designer. Her hair is up in it. It kind of looks like a beehive on top of her hair. And she has a beautiful headdress with red strands all around it. Um, and... The overall setting for it is beautiful, like reds and oranges, like the sun is setting a lot of um, red and yellows. Um, it's so serene. She is actually sitting alongside a water bank. And she is looking down into the water and seeing a reflection of herself. And in that reflection, she is just as beautiful, just as serene, just as regal, just as oh, breathtaking, right? Elegant is definitely the word that comes to it. And the goddess's name is Noonday. Noonday. I love this. And the number that's on here is 34. And I'm going to go ahead and read from her story. But when I tell you... Um, the planetary placements, what we're dealing with right now is we're making value judgments on love and commitment, both of those things. And you might be feeling the toll of, okay, I'm single. Is this really my divine masculine? Am I doing all of the right things? Um, I did one of the first episodes for man or, um, man or money. And it's like, did I, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, when, when you're trying to drive a stick shift car and it's throttling forward and dra dragging back and throttling forward and you're kind of like running ahead in your career and then backing up and trying not to come across as too assertive and then running ahead and trying to, you know, get back out in the dating game and be an alpha female, but then trying to make sure that you're still in your femininity. And so it's, it's, it's at a point where I think everyone, both masculines and feminines, are sitting down with not just the truth of, of how they want to show up in love and work, but what's the true reflection of yourself? You know, it's funny that in the twin flame journey, the 
to people, the, the men that we come in contact with, whether they're a catalyst or a karmic or a true divine masculine, right? And I always say this, a true divine masculine is not going to ghost you or orbit you. He's not going to be needing um, your support, not in the way that we think of when we th- talk about support. And I have super duper good insight on how to help with that. I'll probably do it as a separate podcast right after this one. Um, but one of the things about a mirror and looking back is, is the people and the things around us, our exact environment, the way it's now is telling us, you know, everything that we've done up until this point. And so we're in a position to decide, okay, am I happy with my current situation or do I need to make some adjustments from everything around me to make things better, right? But as I'm going to start pulling from the, looking at the guidebook for Noonday, this is the thing that I really want to get, make sure to get across to you. Understand that that divine feminine, that's that goddess, that African goddess rising that's looking at herself in the, when I tell you she's absolutely beautiful and gorgeous and elegant, just the way she is in her current state, that is what is coming across. Um, And I want you to know that and I want you to take that message with you. Let me see here. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so she's under a griot. Temple 7, griot. I don't know what that is, but let's look under page 68. Okay. So it says goddess of truth. And so Noonday is from um, Benin, which is in Africa. And her temple is Griots. You know what? Let me just Google it real quick, just so that we have a better understanding of the significance of this. Um, Give me one second here. So I already did that. And we'll learn what that is together. Griots definition. So it says, oh, wow. A griot is a member of a traveling, is a member of class of traveling poets, musicians, and storytellers who maintain a tradition of oral history in parts of West Africa. A griot is a West African historian, storyteller, praise singer, poet, or musician. The griot is a repository of oral tradition and is often seen as a leader due to their position and as an advisor to royal personages. As a result of the former of the two functions, they are sometimes called a bard. <laughs> Not the sexiest name, but hey. <laughs> so yeah, she, um, her temple is from the Griots, and her element is water. And, you know, one of the things about water, too, is it's a feminine element. It's fluid. Um, I I like to celebrate water, but I have a lot of water in my, in my, in my natal chart, but you know, when I say that you're perfect just the way you are, you know, when you're hot, you know, on a hot, on a cold day, and we add some ingredients, and you have hot cocoa, or hot apple cider, 
and when you're cold and we just add some sprigs of lemon and um and um or your sparkling water and we add some mint to you um when you're a tornado when you're a storm you're a hurricane though that's more wind (laughs) when you're a tsunami of love when you're cold as ice or boiling hot right those are the things that i think sometimes you get shamed for celebrating as a woman right um and sometimes we're so afraid to move i talked about how Right now, it can kind of feel like we're getting pulled in all these different directions. Am I being too feminine? Should I be an alpha? Should I be pursuing my career or should I be pursuing a man? Am I doing the right things? Am I saying the right things? Do I really love my um, divine masculine? Am I really showing unconditional love? Am I loving myself enough? Maybe I'm not healthy enough. Maybe I'm I'm too you know, intelligent or I'm not meeting these beauty standards and I'm not the phenotype that they're saying I should be and maybe I need to do more of this and less of that. And and so you've gotten to the point, and I got this in another message in another, I think it was last week, but it was the idea that with when water becomes still, it becomes stagnant and it becomes toxic, right? There's no ebb and flow. And so this is a reminder that, you know, celebrate the ebb and the flow the femininity of being able to feel your emotions, right? And of course, use them in balance, right? Be hot when it's appropriate. You know, the same hot water can turn a potato soft and an, an egg hard. And the same hot water can be used for the most amazing, luxurious bubble bath, right? And so it's just learning how to balance that, but definitely flow, allow yourself to feel the beauty of the water element within yourself, right? It says, Noonday, the bold, outspoken wife of Benin Iwa, and Iwa, Benin Iwa is a deity, um, and the husband's name is Legba, was feeling neglected by her husband. Wow. Hmm. Even with several wives, his head easily turned. <laughs> it can kind of feel like that. If if I'm going to keep it 100 with you, we're talking about love and work and you figuring out, you know, what your passions are, your aspirations are. Part of the reason that you listen to me is because there's that twin flame component. The what if romantic aspect i can tell you in the black community there's a lot of uh, communication going on right now we have a little bit of the gender wars going on i'm figuring myself out in the middle of all of the chaos that's going on and so it can feel that in many ways we are neglected you know if and that can bring up issues if you have abandonment issues or codependency issues do you need a man to be everything that you that you were destined to be? Are you of less value if you're not in a twin flame union relationship? Um, Do you have more value if you are at the pinnacle of your career? Are you happy? Does money, is is money what makes you happy? Is being a mother and, and wife the most important things? And so what do you do when all of those things that you're pursuing when it comes to 
being in a, in, in a twin flame union, I've heard of women who have been waiting for eight and 11 years for their so-called divine masculine to even bat an eye in their direction, right? What do you do with that neglect, right? Even with several wives, his head easily turned. You know, this kind of reminds me of that language of, you know, high-value men exercise their options. You can easily be, be discarded. You're just not worth the squeeze. You're just a hole. You don't bring anything to the table. I don't see the value in your intelligence. High-value men exercise their options. So if they feel that within three months, you're just not quite cutting it. Fly to Colombia <laughs> or date outside of your race or date someone younger, right? And I talked about how she, you're hearing the story and you're now understanding that it's real. She's really not in a good place. Feeling neglected by her husband, even with several wives, easily his head turned. So she's sitting by this water and reflecting on herself and her value. But I love that even when she went there, she escaped. She took herself away and still dressed in a very beautiful gown and still did her hair and makeup, has her earrings on, has her hair very neatly done. And taking that time in the solitude to reflect. It says, so Nunde lived her truth. Wow. Oh, oh my God, you guys. <laughs> so Nunde lived her truth, took her own lover, and became her own best friend. Y'all. I really legit could just drop the mic right now. I hope that that speaks to your heart. We've been talking about what it means to be, you know, take out the whole angst that comes with divine you know, with the twin flame and like, do you love me? Do you love me not? Do you love me? And exploring what it meant to be that person's friend, because that's a different level of intimacy and it, it gets helps you to get to know that person better. But here it is even saying, become your own best friend. When I close out my episodes, I talk, I say, you live with yourself 365 days a the year. <clears throat> 24 seven, you know, what makes you laugh, what makes you cry, what makes you happy. You know, your dreams, your goals, your aspirations. So show up for yourself, boo. This is telling you to be a friend for yourself. And what does it mean to be your own lover? To, I mean, to take your, <laughs> that too, to take your own lover. What does it mean to get to the point? I said um, in another podcast, I said, one of the hardest things you might ever have to do on this journey is to to decide to walk away from the things that no longer serve you, to walk away and cut the soul ties of what it means to, um, and I've talked about this too, when I, I, I and, and I feel the need to correct it. Um, I came to the realization for myself with my last relationship 
that, you know, you want to hear cut soul ties, you know what? There's, um, it's called lotus. Like, you know, when you have a lotus birth and you allow the umbilical cord to fall off in due time, that means that you go allow the, the, that relationship is done. You will always have a bond with that person. You'll always have the good memories and the bad, and you will have the lessons and the blessings from that right? And so the same way you give birth to a son or a daughter, even if they move far away and go on and get married, in a sense, it's like, even though this person has left and goes on, you'll still have that bond and you honor that. But you allow it so much more healing to let it, you know, fall off in due time. And what I mean by that is that you have to acknowledge that there's a healing process, right? Um, and that it does take time to heal. I remember being so freaking frustrated with myself because I know I knew my worth and I knew how much I loved that person to the, that is the person I would have considered the love of my life. Right. Right. And so I remember feeling so frustrated when it's like 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, six months, and I'm still so deeply affected by that that pain right and so but my healing started when I realized you know I wanted to just cut it and just walk away and forget it the best I could <clears throat> but the truth is I found out about the lotus birth lotus birth and it's like just let it fall away and when I tell you it literally almost I kid you not was almost nine months it was almost nine months until I started to be able to like laugh and feel happy. And it was within the year of my birthday, my solar return. Oh my goodness, just so happy, right? But allowing yourself to take inventory of what's what's there. One of the things about a divine feminine and stepping into your empress energy is, you know, because this this thing about her being a um, griot is giving advice to um, I think was it they said the dignitaries and the royals. It's like when you get into your empress energy, you have to remove from you what no longer serves you. I have toyed with the idea that if I were to say, well, okay, let's just say that was my my divine masculine. What does it mean for me to say, I love you from a distance and never come in union again and to continue to learn the lessons and to evolve, right? Because it's talking about she has a husband, right? But what does it mean to, to set myself free and to open myself up to what true love is, right? Hope you kind of understand what that means. And I hope it's healing for you. Nunda's guidance, it says, get real. Ooh, listen, if, if, if I have been getting hit with a lot of get real messages, it's been this week. It has been this week. Um, I've mentioned it before. You could have seen some of the content I've done is, is a little bit dark. This is a time for me to say, like, I know my scorpionic energy allows me to go deep, dark into the belly of the beast and then rise like the phoenix. But I don't want you guys to get necessarily negatively affected by the, the darkness of it. So I have to manage <clears throat> how I'm putting the content out so that it's high vibrational and not as traumatic as I'm getting some of the information. Um, 
and how I'm alchemizing the information behind the depths. But when I tell you that if I were to maybe summarize some of the the things that I've been hearing, and I will bring it to you in a high vibrational way, um, it's, yeah, get real. Get real. Look in the mirror. Recognize that you are beautiful, that you are worth the chase. That you are beautiful just the way you are. When I record the next message after this, I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet. You're going to want to hear it. It's a game changer. I really could just record that message and never, ever come on here again. I'm kind of toying with the idea of taking a six-month break. That's how deep and dark some of the information and content I was dealing with. But I could tell you that the next message is beautiful and it's going to allow me to maybe just even step back and step away and let us as a collective deal with the information. But when I tell you not only get real, it's to force you into action to cut things that no longer serve you, open up spaces for, you know, um, I've been talking about the black, black women luxury, you know, talks about taking on your own lover, being your own best friend, pampering yourself, right? But I want you to know that you are beautiful just the way you are. And when I share the next message, it's going to really add a little bit more light on how to deal with the with the lover, right? And how it's going to help you to understand that, that you really were your best friend. It says, what is your truth? Um, I talked about, I started at the beginning about Age of Aquarius has, there's an element that talks about veracity and honesty. This is not the time to sugarcoat things. This is not the time to lie to yourself. This is not the time to um, not deal with the half-truths. This is not the time to convince yourself that you want to um, settle. Only dust settles and you are not dust at all. It says truth telling matters. And basically, so saying telling the truth matters. Being able to hear the truth matters just as much. All right, so this kind of confirms I've been hearing a lot of truths, but one of my favorite quotes is with all it says all truths are but half truths. And you have to realize that sometimes people lie to you. They said you're loud, you're aggressive, you're too dark. You're not pretty. You're too intelligent. We don't value your intelligence. What's the truth? Hmm. It says embodiment, tell the truth. Hmm. Each person has their own version. And I love that. Even though we're on a collective, you have to walk in your truth. I know that there are some of you that your heart's desire is to is to be married and have beautiful chocolate babies. <laughs> and I'm trusting that Divine Source is going to orchestrate the most beautiful things for you. And that you're going to get the guidance that you need to make the decisions and move accordingly. Right? And there's going to be some of you that are more like me that are all about the pentacles, baby. All about the money right now. And so as a collective, it means that we are in all things being divine, stepping into our empress energy. But 
do your, we are each, our soul prints are as different as our natal charts. No two people are the same. Celebrate that. Because the funny thing is when you look in the mirror, as much as we idolize other people, right? If I idolize Beyonce, when I look in the mirror, I don't see Beyonce, I see me. Right? Oh, this is beautiful. Each person has their own ver- their own version. Speak yours. I know that's been coming up over the last couple of messages. Words have impact. Remember that we all have triggers. Think before you speak and listen with compassion. And that right there, by since it came up, if you apply this element in your relationships with your divine masculine, with your lover, with your friends, it sounds so simple, but I'm going to be talking about that in the next podcast. It's right here. I love how the messages are so consistent. It's right here, <laughs> right before I go into the next podcast. Think before you speak and listen with compassion. I'll give you a teaser here. I was able to listen. I told you I've been listening to Masculines and I started listening to a dating coach. Just coincidentally, came up in my algorithm. I had mentioned it in the previous podcast about how we can support black um, dating coaches. And my jaw dropped when I heard it. And it made sense because both of us want the same thing. You're going to want your lover. Your lover is going to be someone who listens to you with compassion. And you need to learn how to listen with compassion too. Because that's what they want. Be gentle. (sighs) Be gentle. We've been talking about what it means to be sweet. This is very much burn the cape energy. <laughs> Be gentle. Stay calm in truth-telling conversations. As I close out here, I'm going to remind you, you know, you have a... Uh, purpose here and you're going to be engaging with people. People are attracted to light and not every masculine that comes into your life is going to be there for the purpose of determining if he's going to be your lover or divine masculine or twin flame. But one thing is as much as they're there to teach you, you're there to teach them. Okay. One of my favorite quotes is there are no enemies. There are no friends, only teachers. So just keep that in mind. Okay. And the goddess declaration as I close out here is the truth is my friend. But remember what the truth is as I close out. You are so beautiful just the way you are. You've probably been second guessing yourself. You know, throttling forward, stopping back, changing directions. 
but you are beautiful just the way you are right now. I'm going to go ahead and sign off. I'm going to charge you with love, with a high vibrational love, a 528 hertz kind of love. I'm going to charge you with the love of your life. Baby girl, go get that lover. My masculines, go get that lover. Be your best friend. You spend 365 days of the year with yourself. You spend 24-7, you know, your hopes, your dreams, your aspirations. You know what makes you laugh, cry, and happy. So show up for yourself, boo. Going to charge you with light and black light because black light illuminates invisible. Going to charge you with health with wealth, with wisdom, and prosperity. Know that I'm rooting for you. You know, I think that it's fascinating that the times that we're in, even if you're kind of like me, where sometimes you're listening to people who are not even married themselves, not even in happy unions themselves, but we're all figuring these things out with these conversations, right? And so you're going to have to deal with the, what the truths are from what they're saying and what the truths mean for, for you. Okay? <laughs> My time's almost up, so I'm going to go ahead and sign off. You're going to want to definitely listen to the next one. Um, like I said, that one is, is one that I can, I feel like I can walk away from the mic for a long time and I probably need to, but the weekend's coming. So I'll give myself that time to just do what the lady's doing and, and sit by the poolside a little bit, but that's going to be a game changer, especially if you're wanting to go into union with a masculine. Okay. All right. Until the next one. Peace. (laughs) 